Welcome to your first year in network marketing course with Dale Calvert. Dale's track record of helping people like you cut through the hype and develop growing, duplicating teams of people and full-time incomes is legendary. If you are serious about making network marketing your profession, don't waste another minute of your valuable time listening to yet another self-proclaimed guru whose ultimate goal is to back you into whatever deal they are working this month. If your desire is to build a rock-solid business that you will be proud of, Dale will give you the track to run on that has been proven for over three decades and duplicated, not just for himself, but also by thousands of people around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, from a small town in Kentucky, Stamping Ground, population 400 and not a stoplight in the town, Dale Calvert. Hey guys, this is Dale Calvert. I appreciate you tuning in to this uh, last session of your first year in network marketing podcast, the course that we've done. I, You know, somebody said, all good things must come to an end. Well, honestly, I hope this is the beginning uh, with of our, our business relationship. And it may or may not be, and that's, you know, it's obviously not up to me. It's up to you. But I hope you've gotten value. And I just want to share one kind of final thought here that I – it's just important to me that I share this with you. Um, some of you may be listening to this podcast. It's possible. I mean, my gracious, it could be 10, 15 years, five years after uh, the podcast course was created, and that's very possible. Uh, again, you know, we'll – a new technology at some point replace podcasting, probably. Uh, you know, there's probably people that never thought the LP record would ever be replaced. Uh, you know, some of you are probably thinking, what's an LP record? <laughs> you know, so I don't know. But here's what I want you to understand. This is really important that I want you to understand. Number one is I understand that I appreciate the time, energy, and effort that you have uh, given us if, if you have gone through these podcasts sequentially as we've suggested multiple times. If you've less, left us a review over at iTunes, uh, I appreciate that. That means more than you can even imagine. It really does. And if you haven't done that, you know, come on. You know, if you've gotten this far, I don't care. I just want an honest review. I just want honest input. Honest, that's it. And, you, you you know, you probably should do that. Probably be a good thing. It'll probably come back to you. You know, what is it? Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I'm not going to beg you, but I respectfully ask that you give input over at iTunes. The odds are, if you've come through this sequentially, then you've probably already accessed all of the videos that we have for you. Again, free of charge that will really make a difference for you over at uh, first, F-I-R-S-T-Y-E-A-R-N 
MLM.com. You've probably already been there. You've probably already registered. You've probably already accessed our videos. So if you have, then we'll probably be in touch and, you know, we'll, we'll have a good long-term business relationship and I'll get to watch you progress, learn, and develop your team in a fashion where they can turn around and develop others who can develop others who can develop others. And that just fires me up. But uh, several years ago, uh, you know, there have been times in the last 20 years when I have um, – and, and, I, I, and I don't mean this as derogatory as it sounds, but there have been times when I participated in activities with the Good Old Boy Network and MLM. And there was one company, <clears throat> they aren't even in business anymore, but used to be huge suppliers of generic network marketing materials, books and CDs and tapes. And basically they would contact everybody and their brother and sell as many products from as many people as they could um, and it was a it was good you know it wasn't a bad thing at all um, you know and they would do webinars ever so often and this was I came out with the local MLMleads.com local MLMleads.com course I came out with that probably I don't even know what year I came out with it uh, you know, we've since gone in, put everything online, updated it, and we're constantly tweaking everything that we do. We're, you know, we moved everything to online courses as as much as is feasible. And th I mean, through that particular organization, we've sold hundreds and hundreds of that course. And you know, over the years since we've developed it. We've sold thousands, and there's people all over the industry that will tell you, you know, that really uh, helped them develop a strong local team and the bond that was necessary, and, you know, it's valuable. It's valuable. Is the Internet better than uh, local MM leads or, or the Internet leads better? Here's my philosophy on leads. A lead is a lead is a lead. I don't care if it comes from the Internet from a social media, I don't care if it comes from a drop card uh, that somebody left at, you know, Joe's Hamburger Stand in Podunk, Indiana or wherever. I don't care. A lead is a lead is a lead. We're all looking for the right people at the right time in their life. And again, I don't want to get off on that because I will definitely go off on a tangent there and I will, you know, call the attraction marketing people uh, I would definitely call them out which I have already done in another book The Seven Lies of Attraction Marketing if, you, if you're interested 7-lies.com um, I know you aren't supposed to use a dash in a domain name don't send me an email I get it but a lead is a lead is a lead and since we introduced that course, thousands sold, helped people 
literally all over the world. All kinds of testimonies, which I never really paid any attention to, again, for multiple reasons, okay? Until July of 2015, I mean, I'd been consulting, training, traveling all over, doing seminars for a long, long time in this industry. Uh, but it was never a desire. It was never a go. I didn't never set out to be a network marketing, quote unquote, generic trainer, or coach, or keynote speaker. It was never a go. Never. Uh, it just happened. And I'm so thankful and blessed that it did. But, you know, in July 2015, I said, you know what? I'm going to serve the market, that market, the network marketing community at a level that I have never even thought about serving them in the past. Okay. And again, someday I'll tell the whole story. But, Anyway, this training company that, again, is no longer in business, uh, I had done a webinar for them, and we sold like, I don't know, 40-something courses. And the first time ever, the first time ever, it was, you know, there was like a husband, a wife, and three other, five other people in this this office and the wife calls me, and she was a she's a super nice lady. And you, most of you, would never know who she was if I even told you her name, because again, this has been a long, long time ago. And she called me, and she said, "Dale, she said we've got somebody that called me today, and they wanted to return your course." And I said, "Really?" I said, "Wow." I said, "You know what? That has never happened with that with the local MM leads. That has not once happened." And you know, I've been selling it too cheap, I guess. I said, it's never happened. And she said, I know. She said, you know, I told them that you were, that we sell more of your training programs than anybody and every, and, and more people are, we have more repeat buyers on your, your training programs and your lead generation systems than anybody that we, any of our, uh, webinar leaders. And she said, I was just kind of shocked. She said, but the thing that she didn't like is, and and again, guys, I'm not going to give you the exact dates on here, but you'll get the point. Let's say it was this happened in 2002 or 2003, and she said she didn't she didn't want it because the copyright date on the course was 1999. It was literally four less than five years old at the time. And she said, you know, she said, I guess she has a point. That's what she told me. She said, I guess she has a point. Um, I said, I said, what? He said, well, Dale, you know, you, you, we probably shouldn't sell material that's almost five years old. And and I I I asked her. I said. We'll call her Lisa. I said, Lisa, are you kidding me? Are you are you serious? She said, No, Dale. She said, You know, it's probably something we should consider. And I said, Lisa, I need you to do me a favor. She said, Sure. What can I do for you? I said, Whatever my 
schedule is uh, to speak with you guys, uh, the webinar schedule, because I was doing like every two or three months. I said, just take me off the schedule. And she said, well, why, Dale? And I said, I just don't feel comfortable with this conversation, and I really don't feel comfortable uh, doing what I've been doing and and giving the support I've been giving to you guys at this point. And she said, why? And she said, why? And I said, Lisa, here's why, and this is the only way I know to put it. And, again, I've got other things I need to be doing. But here's here's why. You're – part of a leadership team that's leading and guiding and directing and has a responsibility to people in their lives. And I said, it's a responsibility. And the fact that that you are are, are telling me that that I need to to uh, update that you're buying their story. I said, I just have a problem with it. And I said, it's not personal. If you guys need anything, I'll do it. But my time, it's just, you know, I, I want to spend it where I know when people call that they're getting good communication. And here's the only way I know to put it, Lisa. Think and Grow Rich was written in 1936. So I say that, guys, to say this. It doesn't matter when you find this podcast course. It doesn't matter what the year is. Everything that I share with you will stand the test of time, I promise. I promise. Because it's based upon not Dale Calvert's opinion, uh, even though that's what you're and, – and I'm saying this by, uh, by partly also because I got an email from this week whose upline was just furious that I was – that he was listening to Dale Calvert because Dale Calvert, blah, 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 this, Dale Calvert, blah, 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 that. And, you know, I I understand that the 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 real issue with this particular person is Dale Calvert is going to expose them. Not intentionally, not call them out, but I've always said if the shoe fits, wear it. And Dale Calvert is going to expose the fact that, yes, they are a three percenter. Maybe they're greed-oriented. Maybe they're not greed-oriented. I didn't tell this guy anything. I just said, look, it, it doesn't matter. You know, if, if, if I don't want to create an uncomfortable environment for you if your upline tells you not to, it's up to you. Do you know, I'm not going to try to convince you one way or the other. I, I'm I'm not. I mean, I, I I'm just not. So it, it's it's totally your decision, and it should be your decision. It shouldn't be your uplines. It shouldn't be your quote unquote leaders. It should be yours, and it should be based upon the value you have received from what you have received. And again, I've never promised you foo foo dust. There ain't no foo foo dust. I've just promised you wisdom of the ages, principles, concepts, ideas that will always stand the test of time. So that's kind of why I'm saying what I'm saying right now, guys, to just kind of wrap this up. Uh, 
because I understand the blowback as we produce this course. I understand the blowback. I do. I've experienced it almost my entire career, at least since I was fortunate enough to get the confessions of a network marketing millionaire in the marketplace. I've experienced it ever since. But I've also experienced some awesome leaders who understand that what I am communicating is not a personal attack on them in any way, shape, or form. It is just human nature. It's just observation. Uh, it, it is. It's observation. It's, it, I see it. I've been around it my entire adult life. I understand it. Some of it, the blowback, just comes from strictly ego, and I get that as well. Hey, vindictiveness, I get that. I, that it's, that's fine. But I am telling you the odds are that you found this podcast. The odds are that you have gone through each course sequentially and at, at some level you've connected with it. And see, I've always believed tr- truth is truth. I believe as human beings we have the the ability to identify truth when we hear it most of the time, whether we agree, like it, don't like it, is a totally separate issue. But I believe in what I call wisdom of the ages principles. I do. Uh, I believe, and I believe, you know, Napoleon Hill and Think Go Rich and, and the concepts of auto-suggestion and everything that's in the book, psycho-cybernetics, you name it, the wisdom of the ages principles, truth is truth, I get it, I believe it, I understand it, I've experienced it, I've lived it, I developed a hunger for it. And see, a lot of people here agree, continue to do what they always have done, the way they've always done it, but some people here and develop the hunger that's my hope for you. It's something real, okay? There, there is – if you listen to it long enough, you will start developing a hunger for it. And I don't care if you're talking about Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Les Brown, or how to build a network marketing team. I understand. I've watched it. I've witnessed it. I've experienced it in a lot of people. And I get – that at one time, you know, people throughout the world thought the world was flat. I understand that. Okay, but I also know that human nature is human nature, and it's not going to change that much whenever you're listening to this podcast. It's not. Uh, there's going to be continued advancements and studies in human performance and the relationship our brain has with human performance and how program perceptions and conditioning, uh, uh, brain cell patterns, has subconscious, conscious mind, all that, all those, all of that has on our competence and has on our confidence and has on our success uh, – in, in different levels of life as human beings. I understand that that's always going to continue to evolve. I get that. I believe that. But I believe that all of this 
these principles, it's not – and what I've tried to communicate in this, I call it a foundational uh, first-year network marketing podcast course, it's not just about building a business. I believe that this, this that what we've shared, I hope, will help you become a better parent, a better wife, a better husband, a better business person, a better brother-in-law, sister-in-law, a better – kid, a better friend, a better customer at the restaurant, whatever. Okay, that's my hope. Uh, and when it's all said and done, everything, everything, all the success principles, concepts, ideas, you know, there's multiple teachers basically all teaching the same thing that's the same way. We different people can identify with different personal development teachers and teachers, and I, I certainly did. From Augmandino to you know Mary Kay to uh, you know Helen Keller, the list goes on and on. But it all comes down to the basic principles that Napoleon Hill did outline in 1937, in you know the classic Think and Grow Rich book. And, you know, some of you probably – I read it every year. Uh, I take it to the beach every year. I've got some collectible editions that I just love, you know, older editions of old bound copies. I love it. I don't take those to the beach. But uh, I love Think and Grow Rich. But I tried to read it five times and put it down before I could ever get through it. So when the teacher, when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive. An old proverb, which is, again, a wisdom of the ages principle. But I think that every success principle has was outlined in Think and Grow Rich. It's also in the book of Proverbs in the Bible. Uh, you know, the book of Proverbs, the primary author of, of Proverbs was King Solomon. Uh, who was praying and asking God for wisdom as he led the nation of Israel. Uh, if you haven't read Proverbs in a while, it's mind-blowing. Read Proverbs. So my hope is that someday somebody that I have the opportunity to meet will say, Dale, you know, in 2015 or in 2022, you know, I found your first year in network marketing podcast course. And it helped me develop a rock-solid foundation and led me to, you know, understand the concept of building on a rock but also on the concept of duplicable unified training systems and that's my hope. I believe that right now this industry, all of us, and if you're happy to listen to this industry to this podcast and you are a network marketing leader that's been around for a while, which I know that would be very rare, but if you are, uh, it is my hope that you will help me and everybody else get 
wisdom of the ages principles into the marketplace every chance that you have the opportunity to do that. And I know for some of you it's difficult, again, because you, you know, if, if I'm describing you, I understand you you primarily built it with the skill sets, mindsets, work ethic, personality that you entered the industry with. And again, I've, I've, I've been, I've, got, I've, I've repeated this process with multiple people for a long, long time. And I just want you to know that uh, I respect you as human beings. All the three percenters that may at some point listen to this. I also want you to know that, you know, I'm not going to, to – if you send your team to here, which I think would be a very smart move, to especially new people, to get them plugged into this, I think it will pay great dividends for you. And I want you to know that I'm not going to ever try to back them in a network marketing program, okay? That's not my mode of operation. I know that's been done in the past with different trainers, consultants. Um, been there, done it, got the T-shirt. I have no desire to build a network marketing team again. I believe I can give more value in this type of format than I can building a team. And quite frankly, uh, there's too many other people in my life I would rather spend the time with. And... So I believe this format, training, consulting, I can – seminars. I mean, you know, if you want me to do a webinar on how to generate leads in the local market, I would love to do that for you. If I can help you, I will support leaders any way I possibly can, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I have read about and studied the uh, start a business buzz of the 50s and – the home business buzz of the 90s, uh, you know, at the time of this recording, we're in the second day decade of 2000s. But I know truth is truth. I know wisdom of the ages is wisdom of the ages. And if you're brand new getting started in the industry or if you've been in the industry 30 years, uh, I hope that you've gotten value from this course. Uh, I'll say it one more time. If you haven't visited at mlmhelp.com, I hope you will. If you are just getting started, getting moving forward in the industry, uh, you say, "Well, Dale, I'm going to miss getting these podcasts every every week." What you know? Here's what I would do. Um, we do a Thursday night webinar every Thursday night. You can find out more information about that at mlmhelp.com. My highest recommendation is make sure that you find a copy of How to Build a Network Marketing Organization by Jim Rohn. I've mentioned that in the past. And I would highly suggest that you join our MLM Training Club. That's it, mlmtrainingclub.com. I think I don't even know if it has the MLMTrainingClub.com, and honestly, it's a, it's getting. Uh, I'm all, I've almost pulled an overnighter here recording this. So, but you can you'll see a banner or something or read about it 
at mlmhelp.com. I wish I knew what that was. Um, and I've got my laptop pulled down. I've got my desktop in front of me, but MLM Training Club, the MLM Training Club, mlmtrainingclub.com. Uh, look up Dale Calvert, MLM Training Club. Um, again, I'm, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not doing this to try to... Uh, I'm not trying to make a living uh, with what, what we put in the marketplace. I'm just trying to justify the amount of time that I spend uh, from a financial standpoint uh, because every time I do a, a recording or a webinar or a newsletter or any type of content is ultimately time I'm taking away from other business models that my wife and I are involved in our and our family. And that's that's my only – I don't want to just – I don't mind giving all I can give as passionately as – as much conviction as I possibly can um, if I know it's making a difference in other people. Uh, that's where I live. I'm 55 years old. I started in this industry when I was 20. Wow. Learned a lot. Made a lot of mistakes. Man, if you could go back, we all think, man, if I knew what I knew then, back then, now, my gracious. You know, there's a lot of things I would do, I would do differently. But the one thing that I would not tra- not ever change, ever, under any circumstances, was the opportunity to learn from those who have already done it and duplicated it. And I probably learned more from those that did it and didn't duplicate. In other words, I call them the Elvises of their business. I probably really learned more from those people from a network marketing standpoint. But when I found my mentor, and I really wasn't looking, but when I looked at the, looked at, I looked at the track record, of, of leadership development, not of income. If I had followed the number one income earner, uh, I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to speak with you today. And see, a lot of people, thought, oh, I'm going, to, you know, but see, I understood the context, the time, and the place in which it was built. And I understood which one had built it on personality and which one had built it on systems. And when Jim Burke said network marketing is a leadership development business, your income is in direct proportion to the number of leaders you develop, keyword, on your team. Not And see, today people are out there trying to find, recruit leaders. And again, I beat a dead horse here, but you know, somehow in network marketing, we equate leadership with somebody that's made a full-time income at one point in their life in the network marketing industry. That has nothing to do with leadership. That's just how much income somebody's made. As Brian Tracy has said, and I'll quote for the rest of my life, true leadership is not interested in developing followers. True leadership develops other leaders. So, you know, my first, I probably, my my first 200 audio cassettes that I bought, I mean, what, I found this this guy that man. He had all kinds of, and I I would buy from as many different people as I could because I wanted to hear everybody's story. I wanted to get input from as many people as I could. If I had stayed in that mode, I would have never built a network marketing organization. 
Did you hear what I just said? If I had continued to buy as many cassettes from as many speakers who had titles as I could at past the first 200, I would have never built a network marketing team. And see, that that kind of bothers me because back then, the only way you could access information was through audio cassettes from these people that sold the cassettes that went around to these events and recorded them. That's how you could access the information. So you were limited. And because there was a limit, there was also a limit on your confusion. And a confused mind does nothing. So back then, the confusion was limited. It was still there because you'd have one person say, do it this way, and one other person say, never do it this way. you got to do it that way. And it's like even back then, you try to figure out who in the world, do I do it this way or do I do it that way? And again, Bob Crisp talks about this in the book that I've already mentioned. I'm sure, you know, Raising a Giant. So again, I had a very unique opportunity and perspective because I got to see it through eyes that 99.999% of the people will never get to see it through or hear it through, I should say, because of the Sony Walkman and my ability to listen to audios eight hours a day while I did my full-time job. After three years, I'd listen to 2,500 – I'd listen to to over 7,500 hours worth of audios. Okay, I could tell you anybody in my company, there was a lot of people at the top positions. I could tell you their whole story. Most of them, I could tell you their dog's name. Okay, I knew, and it gave me a different insight. And it was, again, there were people that were built to depend upon systems, and there were people that were being Elvis. And that's what, and, and not just in the company I was with, which was the Shackley Corporation, the company I started with, but I had the opportunity to, to see it in Herbalife even. I also had the opportunity to hear some Mary Kay stories from some Mary Kay friends. Okay, Amway was was very duplicated, but it was segmented through specific organizations. But those organizations were very unified, very duplicatable. So it gave me a totally different understanding perspective on the development of people and leadership. So I say all that to say this. Find a mentor. It can be virtual. My mentor was Jim Burke. After I found Jim Burke and had compared what he was doing, teaching and producing track record compared to everybody else, yes, there were people making more money. Yes, there was people that had bigger organizations. But I knew based upon my personal development mentors like Napoleon Hill, Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Norman Vincent Peale, Og Mandino, that what Jim Burke was teaching was based upon principles. It was based upon what he had personally learned from his personal development. So after I found Jim Burke, 
the next 200 audios I, I bought, I bought every Jim Burke audio I could find from, there was like three or four main suppliers of training materials at that time. I bought every one. I never bought another audio from a network marketing, uh, from a person, from a leader within that company that I can recall. And see, I never realized the significance of that at the time. But today, with, again, all the people attempting to develop a following that I know are not teaching concepts, ideas that are congruent with wisdom of the ages principles, are who I know their backstory, and I know they never have felt fear of rejection in their life from a business standpoint, who I know um, never built a significant team. When I see all that at the highest level I've ever seen and where it drove me crazy in the mid to late 90s, it's so much worse today than I ever could imagine. So my hope for you is that you don't listen to Dale Calvert necessarily. You choose, but make the choice based upon track record and who's teaching wisdom of the ages principles. And the only way you're going to know that is if you take the time. I think you can have multiple personal development mentors. I still do today. People that I never met, people that are half my age in the personal development aspect. And my approach has always been find whoever's the best and whatever you're trying to learn. And it doesn't matter what the skill set is or what the business model is. Find the, de- find the best, neglect the rest. And see, what a lot of people do is, and I understand why, but what I want to encourage you is once you, and again, go read the article. I'll put it in the show notes. Mark Yarnell, I thought I knew what made me successful, but I was wrong. Once you find the systems, once you find the mentorship, then put the blinders on. Put the blinders on because there's a whole group of people that are promising foo-foo dust that will be here today. They're gone tomorrow, but the problem is there'll be another group behind them and another group behind them and another group behind them. If I sit here and started listing the number of uh, self-proclaimed network marketing gurus that I have seen come and go in the last 30 years, I would be up 48 more hours straight. I would be. So I'm just, and again, I'm talking to you like my granddaughter, who I love dearly, is 25 years old and decides she wants to be a network marketing 
uh, leader, and I'm not around to give her the guidance, the direction, and the leadership that I can give her. That's that's how I have approached this. That's it. So I hope you've taken that in the spirit in which it was intended. Uh, you know, I know every time I speak, somebody gets offended. And all I can say is, again, if the shoe fits, wear it. If the shoe fits, wear it. I understand that most of you, um, there'll be a lot of you that will listen to this podcast because this has happened to me throughout my network marketing career. You'll listen to it. You'll you'll think, well, that guy's got a southern accent, blah, 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 blah. And most of what I have tried to communicate, the timing's not right for you. And I appreciate that. I I do. But there'll come a time if you persist in this industry when you and your people are going to need this at a level that's really hard to understand at this point. And I hope you'll remember it and you'll come back to it. Here's why. I personally believe that some of the most miserable people in the world are network marketing leaders who have a title and somehow since they have a title, therefore they're a leader who work extremely hard just worked extremely hard. They achieved a level of success and a title. And they don't really have a clear understanding of how they got there. And the idea of having the responsibility of helping newbies get to where they are uh, is something that's hard for people to handle. And I've watched it. And it creates a whole different set of egotistical, psychological issues that I don't want you to ever have to experience. Not that they're bad people. Not that they wouldn't support people any way they possibly can. 95% of them would. But network marketing is one of the few business models that requires you to develop a team and where you can make a six-figure income and all you really know is you were determined, worked hard, talked to enough people who talked to some people who, and you found some other people that had the same drive, determination, 3% mentalities, attributes that you have. That's a sad place to end up in the network marketing industry. It's a sad place. Uh, and again, I've seen it over and over and over. And I believe that 
the second wave of leadership, true leadership, has to be developed. I believe it will come from three percenters that have a true love for their people and can get their ego out of the way and get direction from someone who started as a 70 percenter slash 27 percenter. I know those people, there's not very many of those people out there, but there are some really good ones, and I've met a lot of them over my lifetime, and I love those people, man. I love those people. High-performance people that love people enough to say, you know what, I'm going to get you the direction, the support, the help that I know can help you, and I don't care that, you know, you don't bow down to me when I enter the room. Man, those people are awesome. And those people and the 27 percenters that learn concept by concept, system by system, idea by idea, principle by principle, can, I believe, help the network marketing industry profession in the future uh, have the respect and really the admir- admiration that it deserves to have right now. As I've said before, when we started trying to make it quicker, faster, and easier, and we started telling people what they wanted to hear and not what they need to hear because we started competing with each other's pycnogenol and comp plans, when all that happened, uh, we got so far away from our core values and our core beliefs. And when a movement does that, it, it creates unintended consequences. The only way to restore a movement to its original growth is to have people that are committed to the fundamental core values that the movement was started upon. Now, that might sound heavy and, you know, wah, wah, wah to a brand-new network marketer. But, guys, I'm counting on you, and maybe my grandkids or my grandkids' great-great-great-great-great-grandkids, and maybe your great-great-great-great-great-grandkids is depending on you guys to return the industry to the core values of personal development with a compensation plan attached, developing people and people will develop the business, the core values on which this organization, this industry, this movement was founded upon. That's my hope and prayer. Uh, Guys, I appreciate you. Thanks for tuning into this. Please share this with the new people when they enter your enter your organization and join your team. Uh, They will know. They will know. If you take the time to share this podcast with them, get them subscribed. They will know that you truly, truly care, and their foundation being built correctly and their success in this industry. And people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. This is Del Calvert.
I appreciate you. I'm going to jump off here. I look forward to shaking your hand in the near future. Much success. We hope you have enjoyed this lesson in your first year in Network Marketing Podcast course. Each lesson builds upon the previous, so we highly suggest that you listen to each lesson in order, starting with the show overview. As Dale likes to say, you can't teach algebra to someone who hasn't yet learned how to add and subtract. If you have not accessed the first free year in network marketing video training, then we suggest you do that now at www.firstyearinmlm.com. That website again is F-I-R-S-T year and M-L-M dot com. Thanks for listening and we look forward to having you with us in the next session.